Hello, I'm your host Albert, and in this episode of Movies, Movies, and Movies, I've got reviews for San Andreas and Aloha. I have a movie streaming recommendation to share, and I talk about the controversy surrounding the movie Aloha. San Andreas, directed by Brad Payton, written by Carton Q, starring Dwayne Johnson, Carla Gugino, and Alessandra Daddario. This movie definitely has some eye-opening, jaw-dropping, incredible visuals of destruction and is easily the best reason to see this movie. Sure, it's all CGI, and sure there are many unbelievable things shown here. This fact could prevent you from fully being immersed, but it's still pretty good to look at. The disasters depicted in those scenes should sober anybody up to the dangers of earthquakes, despite its CGI and despite this thing called science and realism. Speaking of which, you should look up the Twitter comments that earthquake expert Dr. Lucy Jones wrote about the movie. I actually learned things. Now, despite the overall dramatic message of the movie, unfortunately, the by-the-numbers story isn't good enough to match it. The movie ends up becoming almost unintentionally comical and can likely be turned into a drinking game. Take a shot whenever a situation goes from bad to worse. Take a shot whenever our lead characters barely escapes a close call. Take a shot whenever people are actually being chased by the ground giving in. Take a shot whenever no-name actors get nonchalantly killed. Take a shot whenever Dwayne Johnson is on a different vehicle than he was before. And take a shot whenever you see Alexander Daddario's breast gratuitously bounce. This movie isn't a complete disaster though, but it is as mediocre as it gets. The background stories and relationships are that are established in the movie are just barely enough to keep you invested in the lead character's fate. The cast of actors are fine, especially Dwayne Johnson, Alessandro Daddario, and Carlo Gugino. But the script isn't the best. There are some crowd-pleasing moments, but those only work based on how much you actually care for these characters. San Andreas wants its audience to take its subject matter seriously, but unfortunately, it just falls short from being a parody of itself. I'll wait for the YouTube cut of all the disaster scenes put together in a giant montage because that's all that's really needed from this movie. Aloha, directed and written by Cameron Crowe, starring Bradley Cooper, Emma Stone, Rachel McAdams, and John Krasinski. To say this movie is all over the place is putting it mildly. This is one of those cases where it's trying to do too much that the end results feel like a mismatch, stream of consciousness, off-the-cuff production. It has a very ambitious thematic story, a whole lot of plot going on, and a huge cast of characters that this 1 hour and 45 minutes film feels like a condensed version of a 13 episodes TV series. I wish it was just a mini TV series, because that would allow the many plot and characters to breathe a little, because this movie just rushes right through things. The primary thing keeping the movie together is the whole cast. It doesn't help that a lot of the written dialogue feels unnatural, but this all-star cast made the best of it as they could. Bradley Cooper is a good actor, and Emma Stone is a good actress as well. Unfortunately, they were given two unbelievable characters to play that is put in a ridiculous relationship. Bradley Cooper plays Brian Gilchrist, a military contractor who is known for his skills just as equally as he is known for being trouble. Gilchrist is supposed to be this bad boy of a character, but he sure doesn't really act like it the majority of the time. And then there's Emma Stone who plays Alison Ng, an Air Force captain that is tasked to chaperone Gilchrist. The kicker here is that Emma Stone, this very white actress, is playing a character that is a quarter Hawaiian. Yeah, I know. Anyways, she is supposed to be rather straight-laced and really loves and respects her homeland of Hawaii. All good qualities, and Emma Stone is fantastic in the role. However, I just didn't buy her relationship with Gilchrist. Not one bit. As for Hawaii and its native people, at least the ones that I did actually show, are like a character in itself. However, I couldn't help but feel quite a bit of embarrassing patronizing on this movie's parts on Hawaiian culture and its people. 
It did bring up interesting social political aspects, but that plotline wasn't this movie's priority. I was definitely more interested with that stuff than the romantic drama angle of the movie's story. Aloha is definitely Cameron Crowe at his weakest, and is not a movie I would wholeheartedly recommend, which is too bad because there were some few genuinely great scenes that I actually did love, one involving the comically silent Woody, played by John Krasinski, and another involving Rachel McAdams' daughter, played by Danielle Rose Russell. Honestly though, it would have been preferable to see those great scenes used in a better movie. For my movie streaming recommendation, I am recommending The King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters on Hulu. Directed and written by Seth Gordon, this is a documentary about two particular individuals competing on the Donkey Kong classic arcade game. One is Billy Mitchell, a well-known classic arcade gamer who has held the highest score on Donkey Kong for decades. In comes Steve Wiebe, a math teacher who is also really good at playing Donkey Kong and pursues to beat Billy Mitchell's high score. What entails is a very entertaining gaming competition between the two with plot developments that make things far more interesting than you would originally expect. There's a narrative to this movie that the filmmakers themselves didn't originally plan to find, but what they did discover is a fascinating story that turned out to be such an engrossing fun tale. You've got the villain antagonist in Billy Mitchell, his cronies, and his tons of supporters, and you've got the hero protagonist in Steve Wiebe, the surrogate everyman who is the underdog in his fight that is stacked against him. Although this is a true story, there are plot twists and turns that happen that feel more like something you would find in a fictionalized movie. I don't want to say too much about them because I would be spoiling some fun plot developments. The King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters, watch it on Hulu. Before Cameron Crowe's movie Aloha was released, there was already controversy surrounding it. First off are those leaked Sony emails where it was revealed that studio head Amy Pascal was already unhappy with the movie. Then some native Hawaiians slammed the movie for misrepresenting their culture. It also doesn't help that all the leading characters are all Caucasian, and it really doesn't help that the one character that is supposed to be a quarter Hawaiian in the movie is played by Emma Stone. It's a mess, right? On the flip side, Cameron Crowe claimed that this film is a love letter to Hawaii, spent years researching the project, cultivated relationships with leading local Hawaiian voices, and even earned the trust of Hawaiian community leader Dennis Bumpy Kanaheli, who even plays a key role in the movie. I don't claim to know a lot about Hawaii besides being a vacation destination, and in many ways that's how the movie portrays it as well, especially the exotic elements that the movie brings. Some might argue that it's like those Elvis movies set in Hawaii. I thought criticizing the movie for its mostly white cast is a little overblown though, especially considering that this is written by a white director talking about white characters in a military controlled mostly by white people. Is that just an excuse to why there isn't a more diverse cast? Sure, but I can understand why it went this direction. The Emma Stone bit playing quarter Hawaiian is something I'm also not surprised is an issue of contention. They could have cast somebody that looks quote-unquote more Hawaiian. As an Asian American myself, I have seen many many Asian American mixes who look more white than Asian. Many of them are just not obvious on the outside as having an Asian heritage. I bet you there are many white looking celebrities out there that the majority of people don't even know have a non-Caucasian ethnic heritage. Bill and Ted, The Matrix and John Wick star Keanu Reeves is a quarter Hawaiian. Saved by the Bells, Mark Paul Gosselaar is a quarter Indonesian. Karen Oh of the Yeah Yeah Yes is half Korean. Superman actor Dean Kane is a quarter Japanese. Rock legend Eddie Van Halen's mother is Chinese Malaysian. So on and so forth. The world right now is charged with people that are more vocal about things being more politically correct. I understand why there's that need to complain about such matters. The fight for progress and all that. However, what people should really focus more is the fact that Aloha, the movie, is just not very good. 
not because of political correctness, but because as a movie, it's simply not very good. Oh, and Bill Murray is in this, acting all Bill Murray. And frankly, I'm kind of sick of him coasting through these roles that seem tailor-made for him to act like Bill Murray. But then, that's probably another topic for another podcast episode. Before I go, I'd like to ask a favor to the listeners. I need your feedback on this show, which you can send to whowhatwhereswhy at gmail.com or on facebook.com slash whowhatwhereswhy on the website itself or directly to me on Twitter at albert5x5. I want to know what you like and what you don't like about the show. Do you have any suggestions that I should consider doing or keep things as they are? Your feedback will help determine the future of the Movies, Movies, and Movies podcast. I'm looking forward to what you have to say. On that note, thanks for listening. My name is Albert Patrick, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. And check out my other podcasts and movie reviews at whowhatwhereswhy.com. Rate and subscribe to our shows on iTunes. Music has been provided by The Y Access. Check them out at theyaxis.bandcamp.com. Until next time, this has been an episode of Movies, Movies, and Movies, which is part of the whowhatwhereswhy.com network. Music